Who is your fantasy quarantine? What are you watching? And useless ways not to help. All this and more on today's Brilliant Observation. Stars yeah. and stripes. Yeah. That's yeah. Really and funny. I don't mean when I say useless ways not to help. Um, <laughs> let me tell you. That's a very positive there, double negative. Yes. Yeah. There are really great things that we do in our lives to help others. I mean, I have a, a group of friends who knit squares for mental health. There's There are these little squares that you can hold and rub and they're like conscious squares that my my friend has done because of a loss that she suffered and she wants to share this conscious way of helping and puts a poem on it and sends it around to people who, who are struggling with things. It's a positive thing to do. People knit little red baby caps for hospitals for like there are things you can do that are productive and helpful. Bingo. Yeah. Got it. There are also things that are <laughs> that are being done on moss <laughs> that, that are, really are not stupid and super that are not helpful <laughs> is that where you're headed cuz i haven't seen any cnn today <laughs> haven't been tracking my florida man cam <laughs> that's exactly where you'll find these but i don't think they try to be helpful cracker, they're just ding dong dibbly dicks what are these fucker tar fucker tars doing what are they doing so it seems People are putting red hearts on their doors. Okay. Your thoughts? <laughs> what do you think my thoughts are? I could go either way. I can't tell if this is like, oh, that's wonderful. Or if it's like, right. stupid fuck. Like, I can't it's, tell if it's a teal pumpkin. So oh lay it God, on me, sister. Teal pumpkin. Oh, it's the all holidays sacrilegedism. Uh, okay. So the teal pumpkin at least says, we've got <laughs> wild allergies. Somebody could die. Okay. <laughs> COVID? All right, keep going. So the red heart is to say thank you to um, those who are putting their lives on the line by going to work and getting sneezed and coughed on. But they ain't coming to my house to see no fucking heart. Keep going. Oh, oh I got it in your neighborhood. Okay, I got it in one. I'm you big. got it in one. Thank you. Why? Why are you putting a fucking heart on your door? You you well, ridiculous human being. Okay, right. go ahead. Defend I'm it. So Polly's Polly fucking Anna. I'm here I am. I'm here to go defend ahead. the dopity dopes. Well <laughs> go ahead. And I don't have any shit on my door except for shit. Uh I know that the little the homes that have little people in them where they're looking for something positive to do, not unlike what happens at probably Valentine's Day, but definitely Halloween where you've been booed and you put the boo on your door. For anyone who doesn't know what this is, the idea is the kids make a paper, kind of a craft, and they write the word boo like a ghost going boo. They put a, a sign that says boo on three or four different neighbor doors. And the idea is you've been booed and they leave you candy and they do this in advance of the Halloween. Thing. Stop there. Leave you candy. 
Right. If you want to take and leave baked goods or candy or re- whatever packages around, do it. Putting a heart on your door. But listen, 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 listen. Have a DVDB. So the idea of going <laughs> and doing something is kind of a community-wide acknowledgement, blah, 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 blah. It has some precedent. What I have seen is not the heart, which I think is kind of nice, but also kind of stupid because who's going to fucking <laughs> see it? Uh, is rain? They've been having rainbow brigades. And the idea is you put a rainbow somewhere on your own fucking house. So they've had kids taking the chalk in their own driveway and doing rainbow graffiti, taking the curb and turning the whole curb into a rainbow, putting rainbow signs all over the windows. And so the idea is, as the kid, I don't know that it's the idea, but the reality is when the kids are walking the dog 87 times a day or riding their bike at midnight because everybody's like, get the fuck out the house. The other thing that they can do is spot the rainbows. And so they're taking pictures and saying, I saw one, I saw one, because you can't talk to anybody. So it's like playing uh, license plate bingo when you're going on a long car trip. It's just a diversion for the kids. That's also a nicey thing. Like flags after 9-11, put a flag on your fucking door. Nobody's, it's just your way of saying, this sucks. <laughs> <laughs> And I've got a heart on. <laughs> ah, I wish I had a heart on. Hey. Look, look, there are things you could do to help out your community at a time like this. There are things for you. It's drink. That's um, right. And That's right. post, oh my God, you posted the most beautiful French toast I've ever seen in my whole life today. Oh, wasn't today. it delicious and nice and lovely? It was delicious. Thank you for that. Oh, you guys know how to cook. Um. Stuart put bacon in the air fryer. Ooh, I see the face. I don't have an air fryer, and I'm thinking of getting one. But I—that's like saying uh, maybe when when the world continues to spin on, I might get one. You can't get shit. I ordered something for the coffee maker two and a half weeks ago. It has yet to arrive, and I think it it will never arrive. I think the new anything, coffee maker. Yeah, yeah. Well, this should remind you for you know the continuing coffee maker saga. It is as close to being an automatic cappuccino espresso machine as you can have. We didn't hook it up to the water, okay? So it will eventually run out of water and it will eventually run out of beans. You must add these items. Everything else it automatically does. It grinds the beans. It cooks the thing. It steams the milk. It it, it puts the lotion on his skin. It does all the things, right? Okay. Well, the little milk carafe, it rinse, it cleans the carafe after it's fucking done. It makes you steam milk in your cup and then it goes and it'll clean out the carafe for you. It's amazing. Wow. It's super amazing. It's also super ungodly expensive because the little carafe has like 97 parts that go to it. And every time you have to refill this with milk as it gets depleted, because you drink in it, you use it. That's how consumable works. You get it one, two, five, you get the together. Okay. I got so, it. So yeah, I took the lid off. I rested it on the counter and I put it down in such a way that it rolled off the fucking counter onto the ground. Crash. Shatter. Well, it was just a little tiny edge nubbin of a piece. So the name of the game is the thing still fucking works, but there's a piece of it that's loose in a super annoying way. And I'm sure it'll eventually break. So I thought, okay, I did this. I'll just replace the carafe. Well, the carafe is $140. Oh my God. So I was like, yeah, I'm not replacing that carafe. So the part that I broke, which is a little tiny, it's a decorative cover, a decorative cover for one segment of this carafe is $19 plus shipping from like fucking Italy. So <laughs> where it's filled with COVID. 
love it. So anyway, so I ordered this shit, and it's yet to arrive, and I don't know why. Well, Italy it's is shut down. I don't right know now. if it, it's an Italian item, but I don't. I mean, it's a gaja, but I don't have any idea if it's coming from Italy. It's probably coming from fucking Plano, Texas, where everything comes from. And sorry, Texas, if I said Plano wrong, but that's who it's makes Plano. my salsa. Well, yeah, they make my salsa, so. Okay, so let's dial back a second. Yes. I am. Um, so excited. I just found tissues in here, so I don't have to get up. But now you get to hear me opening the tissues. I'm sorry. Sorry, John. It's realistic um, podcasting 101. 101. <laughs> uh, so you spend that on a coffee maker to which you are totally justified and entitled and you deserve it. And I don't know if I'm going to go that far, but we've made that choice. Conscious choice. Yes. And I want a pellet ice maker and like tabletop, nothing like I yes, just, especially yes. as warm season is coming. It's like a dildo. I, you should be able to buy this for yourself. It's joy. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's, it's mouth joy. Mm-hmm. So I'm a texture girl. I and got that's a good analogy. Okay. Texture girl. Got it. I, I even go to Whole Foods sometimes to do a little shop so that I could leave because they have you know, this complimentary ice water thing on the way out that makes the best ice. So I'll Are just you fill. Your, really? I should have known because yeah. everything is so expensive in there. They have that the they good ice. they just give you ice. You yeah. know who has the good ice? The people, one of the many people we're not supposed to use, Jimmy John's. They have green Wawa ice has good ice too. They're pellet icers. But Jimmy John's likes to go out and shoot animals. So we can't, we got to pretend that you're not eating there. Damn. I don't eat there. I don't eat there anyway. It's delicious. But anyway, you could buy a pellet ice maker yourself. How much are they? It's probably as much as my coffee carafe. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's like five times as much. Three to five times as much as your coffee carafe. But to be honest, is aren't we stuck in this this circle of you get what you pay for or for what you pay? Because if you bought yourself a cheaper version of that wouldn't you have broken down by now and you've had to replace because you got yourself top of the line good thing you have good mornings where your whole family gets to enjoy a caffeinated beverage and and it's less fighting and it's just more joy well if you got a cheaper one one of your tards in your house would have broken it I'm just saying that because they're not in school, dear listener. And to retard something is to slow oh, its progress. Oh, I wish you wouldn't say it. And I know that it has a, I just still, anyway. It's to slow one's progress. And if you think my still kids are good, progressing in not, any way, you're out of good. your mind. It's still not good. It's, I'd rather you call them douchebags or something. I mean, we can insult them in lots of ways. I don't want that to be the insult. That's the reason. And it's only, honestly, truthfully, you have worked with this community in oh, support de- yeah, of their needs. You, you are so much closer and understanding and supportive and better and get it. The reason that in addition to bristling, it was never the word that I would go to anyway. I've got two or three people in my life who, who say it a lot. And so it sneaks in. And I almost said it on this very podcast. And I have a friend with a grown man now with autism and they are super sensitive to that word in their family. So I've become super sensitive to it for good or for ill. So that's my whole long ridiculous backstory on it. It could be the color purple. It's so funny that you use it to defend people with autism. I would never refer to people who are autistic with, with such a word. I use half of that word to refer to my children and other children who are 
working their way backwards through life and not progressing. I um, get it. And that's that's the definition of the word in the same way that there is an actual clinical, frankly, governmental definition and classification of stupid, moron, and idiot. These are government classifications that exist in our system. They're not just slurs. They started out as medical classifications of mental incapacitation, right? And the reason that I even bring this up and belabor it to this point is I don't think that I'm defending them. The reason that they have been so sensitive to it, they've stopped watching comedians who would use that word because their child has been called this as a slur and it's not fair. And it's just, it's the hot button in terms of he's living with a condition. He doesn't deserve to be told this and let's not make the whole rest of the world be reminded. They've got in many, like I have my own, bag of things that I'm super sensitive to. That one's really easy. I love them a whole lot. I don't get any value out of it. So that's the reason that I go. You should put time, a heart I on your door. Say, I would never say anything to anybody else. I don't even feel like I said anything to you. I'm just explaining it this one time. This one time. You should put a heart on your COVID door. camp. Yeah. And, and or a teal pumpkin. You should put something and on I your door. And I don't teal pumpkin. And I, I don't teal pumpkin for allergies. And I got lots of people with allergies. I handle that a different way. I just always have pretzels to give out. And also I give out toys for people who um Didn't you do whoopee cushions this I year? did. I did. I did whoopee cushions. I do um, glow-in-the-dark stuff. I did Chinese fish fortunes where you hold the fish in your hand. And if it curls up a certain way, it gives you a decode. And it tells you it's like a mood ring kind of thing. I do all kinds of wackadoo stuff. Because I'm a wacka, wacka, wacka dude. I want to do whoopee cushions next year, but I don't think we have enough people here. They were, yeah, and to have enough people, God, you're so Mm -hmm. lucky. Yeah. We get 140 minimum, 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 minimum. And they're not, and I'm, I'm that person where I learned the hard way, don't give out full-size candy bars, not because, um... It's cheap. It's just too, it's too much. It's, it's too much in terms of you can't really eat it. If you get that much candy, you're just throwing it away. So you're giving stuff to other, it just doesn't work. Everybody ends up throwing it out. So, um, I try to get, I'll give out handfuls of the tiny candy. I just, I don't even let the kids pick. I just go in with a handful and I'll like, like the claw. So we go through multiple pallets of candy. Speaking of which, I did get candy delivered. I did one of these home delivery services just today. First time ever. Easter candy? Yes, because I didn't have any plan in place. Why would I need one? It's 16 months from now, you know, or, (laughs) right? Do I really need to worry about it? Or sooner than you realize. Well, and the thing is, it's the kind of thing where, uh, you know, the youngest of my guys, Paulie, is in sixth grade. So I, I, we have an unspoken agreement in the form of, I, I have eye contact with him and he knows well enough to just not say anything when the jelly beans look like they came from you know a pretty local source and perhaps not the <laughs> celestial mystic mythic bunny so it's fine so I, I I still I still maintain some of that distance and I I I I don't know where these candies come from but in this case uh, I got some candies from the supermarket just in case the Easter Bunny can't make it this year. I'll have some candy so they won't be disappointed, right? You know, because you never know. You never know the year, the first year that uh, these Christian myths are going to stop coming to your house. Let me ask you, as a Jew, I don't really understand. Do you tell your kids there's an enormous bunny that comes to your home and leaves candy? Like, do 
do you, or not enormous, or any size bunny, do you tell them there's an actual rabbit that brings candy to your homes? We do not. We do not. And by we, I can happily say we, but really I could be saying I, because I think my husband's like, where's that candy at? Like he's just not, doesn't participate <laughs> in any of this shit. But the reality is this, when we talk about. Is that uh, a thing though? Do, is that, I, is that I a- think it, I think it may be. I think it may be. In my house with my kids, when I talk about. Christian holidays that are um, not at all religious holidays. They're just, they're rooted in this, you know, they've gotten twisted over the years. It's more like a cultural holiday, but it's got its roots and its overlay with Christianity. So it is, it's a bigger deal in our house than it is in other houses. I don't put any kind of extra spin on the ball. We don't have things that, when we talk about Santa Claus paying a visit, we don't, we, we don't tie that. We never once went to visit a Santa Claus for a photograph not once we don't have differently wrapped things from Santa you know there's people can build on I actually worked with a woman once who built up such a crazy mythology in her own house that she had for years lied to her children and convinced them that if they were if they behaved uh, good enough for enough years when they turned 11 they could go to the North Pole and become Santa's elves and she lorded this over them yeah, for years. Yeah, you should make that face because the one, the second one in line. What? Got to, yeah, this she did it and she made it bigger every fucking year. She was just one of these Christmas whack jobs that sort of got wrapped up in the whole thing and I don't know what the fuck she was doing. The girl got old enough and had been good enough that she deserved to fucking go and there was no, the boy was never going to make it. So it's kind of like, okay, <laughs> tell him whatever the fuck. <laughs> you want you can be you can be Santa Claus yourself you can be a race car driver you can go to the moon you fucker yeah you can't the boy, even, you the can't boy even keep your electronics me. for five minutes with your fucking face yeah so yeah she had no issue there but the girl I'll call her out Delaney she she did it man she did it she got all the way up and she was telling everybody and I'm gonna get to go like telling other people and adults are now starting to look like you realize that you're a problem right mom right and she didn't know how to get out of it. And she didn't know how to get out of it. And she kept looking for ways to like trip up the fucking kid. Like it was just the strangest thing in the world. And of course the story ends with she sat the child down and now gets to tell her all of this that I have told you was created by me. I invented the idea of you getting to be an elf. That's not something you get to do. And yes, I did lie. And yes, this and yes, that and blah, blah, blah. And it was like this uh, two months of no speak the daughter wouldn't speak to the mom. I mean, it's like an 11 year old. Is she a stripper yet? How old is she now? I have lost touch with these people. She has trust issues. She's a, this was she's a, a this stripper. was a work colleague who um, made some other questionable choices at work. And, and we are uh, no longer work colleagues. So I can't tell you what has befallen those children. I'm sure they made it. I'm sure they made it through the rain, but I can't, I can't. Dear listener, uh-uh. are you part of this massive, massive, lie that you're telling like children I, I don't know how you can ever be trusted if you take it to a certain point like I I get the whole young Santa thing but now animals enchanted animals are involved in leaving well how do you and- fall how do you fall Jew on tooth fairy uh I, did, I fell hard when this my mother-in-law so, fucked so tell me, me and said <laughs> to my kids oh you got a dollar I only gave your daddy 25 cents oh, and God, they were like what Um, Oh, for fuck's sake. Well, they got it better than my youngest. He continues to get screwed in every possible way. So that's another reason that I'm sensitive. Well, just to come all the way back full circle, because we do want to hear from people how they handle these kinds of things. When my oldest, who is now, 
we hope going off to college that college will exist and he'll get to go. Yay. Uh, we hope that that's happening. When he was beginning to, first of all, he had some kids at school that told him some things early. And we said, lots of people believe lots of things in the world. It's a big world. And here's what we believe in our house. And you get to choose whatever you want to believe. All I know is there are things, there are gifts that show up on Christmas morning that I didn't buy for you. And I don't know where they came from. That was the extent of my lying about it. And then, you know, when he was old enough, there was a couple of years where we'd make eye contact and I knew he knew and he knew I knew he knew. And it was okay. We just played along. And I, we've never had a conversation beyond it until he's got two younger brothers. And I was very careful to say to him, um, and I, if any of the, if you, any of you still have kids, shut listening, your fucking mouth. No, if any of you still have kids listening, now's the time to turn it off because there's, there's going to be some adult conversation in, in five Four, three, two, ruin Christmas. Here it comes. Okay, so I, we've ruined Christmas many times before on this podcast. No, I looked at him and I said, the, the only secret that we keep as adults about Christmas is there comes a point when you get to be Santa Claus. Which is a beautiful, which is a beautiful idea. Um, as, so don't as take that away from We've your talked brother. about this yeah, actually yeah. on pod before a couple of times. And again, our answer was, if you believe, then it is real. So if you right. don't believe, so, you're right. So it's you not, get to do something for somebody else that they don't know where it came from. They like feel put a heart magic. on your door. Yeah, feel some magic. Go live your life. Do some fucking thing. I know. I don't have a heart on my fucking door. Why are you so mad at these hearts? I know. It's just it just when when grown adults in, in the medical field are sitting down and discussing, well, the community's putting hearts on their doors. And they're like, well, how about buying masks and gloves for us? Or washing about, your fucking hands, you pig. I mean, right. Yeah. How about the five things that Google is telling you better to do? Like oh. to wash your hands, to not touch your face. <laughs> as I touch my face. Like... Google is doing a better job than the community. And that's not good because that's the evil em- empire. Umpire. Wouldn't that be funny if it was an evil umpire anywhere? I feel like, and especially with the shirt I'm wearing today, I am the evil umpire. I actually called myself the food warden earlier, and I wish I had that kind of control because it's really getting to be problematic in our house. But anyway. Well, are you stopping people from, are you rationing the rations? Is that I'm, what you're doing? I have attempted to, and it wasn't really, I've got multiple strategies at play. The first strategy is to sit everybody down at the very beginning and tell them that nobody needs to be nervous. As food dwindles in this house, the only thing that's going to go away are the things that are uh, luxury items. We have, we've now figured out, and the kids think I'm even underestimating, that we have easily six months worth of food in the house, possibly a year worth of shelf-stable, delicious, ready-to-be-prepared food in the form of, I have flour, I have sugar, I have shelf-stable fats, I have yeast, I have, you know, every, canned items, pasta. Amy's got yeast, Amy's got yeast. You wish. So the bottom line is nobody's going to starve, but here's what helped them. I said, but here is what's going to happen. We're going to run out of tortilla chips probably on day three if you keep going this way. And soon tortilla chips will be a luxury that no one is willing to go provide for provide for you. We're, and I, I can't, I'm not using our masa to make you tortilla chips homemade fried. I've done that once. I'm not doing it again. Fuck and you is the answer even though I probably will. But I'm not going to do that. I'm telling them I'm not doing it. And we, I was just going to say I can't make salsa, but I do have canned tomatoes, but it's not very good salsa because it's not fresh. Oh, the point being, the foodie is going to break down pretty quickly if you start using all of the really good jam on your toast when maybe, I, that's a bad example, but I just had, I just had jam. If you use something for whatever it is you're eating, but I was saving it for a particular ingredient for a meal that Here. I have planned. 
for you, our husbands are kind of sloppy cookers. Mm-hmm. Um, this morning when it came time to, when are we going to record today? Amy said, well, my husband is totally capable of making French toast. Exactly. But if I do it, I will use four eggs and not nine eggs. Like bingo, there's just, bingo. There's just a way to conserve what you're eating, still enjoying delicious French toast, but there's just a way to make it where half of it's not on the counter and spilled out leftover. Well, or- and I, it's just, that's 100% right. I used four eggs. I used an appropriate amount of milk and I even backed it off a little because it's milk. This is a luxurious Sunday only item. I poured... And this was got me a little bit of blowback. I poured the maple syrup on everybody's stuff. I said, I will pour it. You tell me how much you want and I will pour it. And they're like, are you out of your mind, you batty batty? And I said, I'm going to pour it. And you're going to be able to have as much as you want. You just tell me when to stop. Because when my kids pour it, they go glug, 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 glug. And then they right. throw half of it away. Right. It's so always instead, an overpour. I did a tiny little fresh stream and they would say, and they're like, that's plenty. Because I took as much time as they take and I used probably an eighth of as much syrup as they would have used in that amount of time because they would like turn on the fire hose full of syrup. Right. right. But we can't stay on top of everything and make no. sure like right now, my devil dog stash is depleting in such oh. a way and oh. I'm rationing. You should. But they're like, no, but they're not. So if I don't eat them now too three, four pounds later, if I don't eat them as fast as they are, I'm never going to have a devil dog again. So well, I'm getting nervous. Hide, don't you, don't you hide food? Oh God. No, I don't want to, I don't want to hide food. I don't want to be that girl. You're I not hiding you to- it. Let me, let me be clear. I show everybody the food when it comes into the house. I've explained to them, we're going to modify the way we're eating. Now you're going to ask. Before you eat something, you're going to ask, are you using this? Can I have this amount? And I notice how much of a portion each person takes. So we've been doing that. And that's a big change for us. The other thing that I did is I said, we're going to open one bag of snack because we refer to all bagged chip items as snack. We're going to open one bag of snack a day. And that's it. Maximum. Because that's it. Because we would go through a probably two bags of snack in a meal like I'm not kidding five people in this house there are a lot of you and we would eat two bags of tortilla chips with our Mexican meal easily and just them shoveling it in their faces because they're pigs so one bag of snack a day that's it and so what I have done is I've taken all the surplus snack bags and there's not that many I also did not Costco anything I just this the whatever I bought some which is more than we would even really have and I put those in my closet in a bag that's hiding it I don't feel like if somebody needed to do a hard target search the SWAT team would be unable to unearth (laughs) the tortilla chips I'm just saying they're not there on the counter calling to you going I'm a chip I'm a chip right crunch me no I put them away I put them away I put the grapes on the counter and guess what they ate the fucking grapes all of them yeah they did yeah they did you know they did you know they did we eat pretty well anyway but anyway, I'm out of jalapeno peppers. That's where it gets to be a pain in my neck. Because I don't, I, I'm not at the point where I was thinking about, we're going to go through six jalapeno peppers in a week. And we did. It just so happened. And now I'm like, well, how, I didn't think we'd ever do that. But we did. I'm not going like to send an Instacart somebody. list? I do. But I just, I ordered another one. The first, I said I ordered one. I ordered one today. First of all, we have a variety of stores here who will make deliveries they are all, including Costco, sold out of everything and or they have delivery time slots, pickup and delivery time slots, all of which are booked. So there's there's no room. So you can go to the store, which I think is irresponsible. We're we're we've been at home. 
since the first day of please 15 days to slow the spread. We've been at home. My husband is the only one coming and going. He goes to his office, which is a controlled environment, and he's actually, you know, printing things for the hospital. So he's he's a separate case and we do the hand washing and all the rest of that business. Having said all that, we have not left the house. We've not gone to the store. Today was the first day for a delivery and they showed up with um, some Easter candy, to be truthful, so that I would have some here just in case the magic bunny can't make it. We'll have some. And that's it. They didn't have half the stuff that I even wanted yeah. to have, even with the delivery. So I'm certainly not going to pay a $9.95 delivery fee plus a $4.95 whatever plus the tip plus the knowledge that I'm putting somebody in harm's way to bring me a fucking, you know, jar of pickles. I mean, come on. It's, it has to be it has to be critical. Jalapeno is not critical. That's the problem. And that's what I've been telling the kids. We're going to get to a place pretty fucking quick where we're eating a lot of pasta. And I know everybody has said, I would eat pasta every day for a month, mommy. I love it. It's delicious. Yeah, guess what? That shit's going to get old pretty fucking quick. Pretty quick. But who we're cares? Gonna get who super cares? I'm heavy. so grateful. I'm so grateful to have it. And I'm, I'm already gaining weight and I'm wearing clothes that are, I'm just like, do you know what? I'm letting all of that shit like a turtle roll off my back fuck you i don't care i am happy i'm safe i'm protected we have more than enough food that's how the world is gonna roll we're just gonna so, not worry so about you're that. in lockdown right now who is your fantasy quarantine who are no. the fantasy people you have on your team in your lockdown do you mean like if i could have you're only allowed to have 10 people so if i could have the 10 best people who would i pick 10 seems aggressive 10 seems aggressive let's how say many can five. I have? five 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 and we're just for the sake of this. They can't be anybody in my family because I've already got my five and they're in the house with me now. <laughs> yeah, she's thrown up into the mic. Okay, so um, gosh, I don't know. Living or dead? Well, they could be dead. They could be dead soon. Like, who knows? Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> just, just kidding. Nobody's dying. Everything you're hearing on the news is false. Listen I to think me. You will I be would. fine, everybody. Okay, if I can have five people... In reserve, in case it can't be my five family members, I would pick Lady Gaga. I would pick my grandmother who's passed away. I would pick Bill Gates. I would pick... You're getting out of quarantine. They're not. Re you're not repopulating the world. These are just people who bring you joy. Spend, I have to spend. Two, no, I don't. Bill Gates brings me zero joy, and I, these are just people who would be f just fascinating to watch in the terrarium. Like none of these. These are not joy bringers. These are who would I want to just observe and interact with and see interact with other people? Why? Who do you have in your hot list? It's probably John well, Legend, Chrissy Teigen, and that's yes, it. Yes, and yes, yes. And I donate my three remaining of us. three to the. To the, to the it's pod. just the three of us. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> you called it. I knew that perfect. without even thinking. Ah! Well, I mean, you know, as long as he brings the piano. He doesn't even need the piano. He just needs to. Oh, he the two the of them need to. He, well, I have two pianos in this house. I think we're fine. I um, only had one piano. So a, a coworker of my husband's was downsizing and was trying to give a piano away. And we don't need an. We have an upright piano, which is lovely. And then. Now we have a baby grand as well. Where's because that? Where's that? It's in another room. When we say, oh, the kids are in the piano room, you're like, which one? We sound in like the, such in assholes. The in, the front, in the front room where the upright used to be? Or you just got yeah. two in there now? No, in the front room where the upright used to be. And, and we moved that into the, the family room. Probably. Oh, into, oh, into, into the, the family room. room. Just slapped it up against the wall because it takes like no space if you for don't sure, pull the sure, bench sure. out. Baby grand. Um, Man, those are like 20 grand. What a wonderful gesture. 
so yes, Chrissy Teigen, <laughs> you called it immediately. Those are my, those are my people. Those I would start my- calling that front room. I would start calling that front room, the conservatory. And I would force your fuckers to go in there and learn how to play some fucking music. Cause you have one that already plays the boom, 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 boom. So make the other dope get his fingers on the keys and twiddly diddly. And then you'll and have a whole thing going. And they both pseudo play the guitar now. So that's another. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. We have two newer dogs Oh. Because our two older dogs are no longer with us. Um, so these I, two newer point, dogs. Darling, I'm cutting in. You got to have to stop calling these the newer dogs. They're just your dogs. They're just your dogs. They're not newer. They're not They're well, not in from Spain. They're just dogs. <laughs> <laughs> they don't like guitar. They don't like piano. And it's. And it's just them singing, Mama. I don't think so. We'll be used to sing. Um, Norma is not having it. So we put her outside during lessons or <laughs> I and I give her some CBD cookies before lessons. And during practice, thank God my children practice nothing. You should give <laughs> so the children CBD issue. cookies. It'll be a better practice. Um, I don't find that to be the case. Yeah. They, uh, CBD doesn't really doesn't really work on on this family. We're still very maybe we're not paying the high priced cbd oil thing but the tincture we have acquired a tincture say it say it again i won't i won't say it again tincture so yes john legend chrissy teigen they are my fantasy quarantine they are welcome to be with me uh for laughter for joy for all sorts of things they are they are joy um, there's more. You, yeah. Okay. Okay. Tell me more. Tell me more. I want to hear it. Um, I want to know what you're watching right now because you are on mm. lockdown. So mm. other than a palate cleanser, what are you watching? Well, it's interesting. My husband, I don't know how this happened. It's a little troubling, but we're rectifying the situation now. He never actually watched the final season of Breaking Bad. <gasps> I know, I know. It's an unfinished story. I don't know how you can put your uh, pants on the next day without knowing. So, and he was so he was super up in it, right there with us. So I don't even know what happened. In any event, he has decided that now is a glorious time to catch up on this and to refresh his memory since it's been like, I don't know, 60 million years since right. that fantastic event has occurred. He watched yesterday all of season three in one day. Yes, that's, that's 14. Like a dark, yes. dark spiral. Yes. yes, it is. And he did it in the family viewing area. And that is, that is, that is, I don't know if it's like 13 episodes. Yeah, I think he said it was 13 episodes in 14 hours. And he was like, I win. And I'm like, and we lose. Yeah, so, and now he's at it again today doing it because now he's in, he's hooked. He's got the hooks in him and nothing getting in the way, you know, no life, no no planet spinning, no other humans. You know, you're just trapped here with the remote. So he's in it to lose it. So he's watching the thing. And today is season four. I actually kicked him out. Uh, My office is located on the first floor and on the other side of the family TV area. So he went upstairs to a different TV area. And he's he's blissfully up there watching this inappropriate television. But it's super, the reason I mention it, it it is such a, a downer. It yeah. is so hard. I, I just look at him and I'm like, this is how you choose to spend your time. And I, I counterbalance the exact opposite way. I have been binging on Victorian romance 
and, you know, smiley. I mean, that's my Hallmark channel, right? I, you know, all this kind of stuff where I've already got it memorized. Yeah. And I, so I just sit there half the time. It's like a meditation. I'll just close my eyes and listen to them talking and that's it. Cause I know exactly what they're doing and nobody's getting stabbed and don't come at me with pride and prejudice and zombies. I mean, stop it. I've had, everybody wants to recommend, Oh, did you see this? And I'm like, yeah, that's for people who don't actually like Jane Austen. Right. I can like zombies and I can like Jane Austen and I still don't want them to have a weird marriage. I don't. That's called Wuthering Heights. I've got enough of that and I'm not watching that again. I don't care who cute is in it. That shit's gross and I don't need that. Leave me. Can I ask you, have you seen Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist? I won't watch it. You know, I won't. Why? Because I just feel like I, I don't know. Uh, I'm not really sure why I have a reason for you. I won't watch it though. Cause I look at it and I'm like, I don't think I want to support you in this. It's, what is probably a great idea. It's delightful. Cause I pro it's, I think it's the, I think it's the fear factor. I think I fear that it's going to be, that it was such a seemingly good idea that if it was handled wrong or poorly, that I would just want to slap it. It reminds me of what I, what my now feeling is after suffering and it was suffering through one episode of that space Hugh, 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 Laurie, Laurie, Hugh Laurie. Yeah. failed, failed, failure. How they even finished the pilot. It was so bad. God bless them. So, so yeah. So I feel premise, like I can't go down that road. Tell us about Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist. The premise is she goes for an MRI, I think, uh, which I had done recently after... <laughs> Right before seeing the first episode. And she gets stuck in there. Something happens where she gets this ability to know people's thoughts because they start singing to her. I know what happens. I know what happens. You know what happens. This is when the Easter Bunny comes every year as a magic. (laughs) It's it's Skylar Astin who, right? Remember him? Who I love. It's this adorable tiny redhead who can. It's Lauren Lauren Graham. It's like, it's adorable it's delightful i bet so so. but when they start singing and dancing and pointing and toe tapping i just is it somebody's gonna be off key it's not gonna be very good oh it's not at all like the originals but you have to give it somebody's off key (laughs) everybody you have to give in (laughs) you just snotted on me (laughs) that was just that was just mouth spit great let me go wash there's only one kind of spit Okay, given to the original, you have to, you have, these are their interpretations of, yeah. Yeah, and I, I think it's fucking delightful because Skylar Astin sings, um, I will walk 500 miles. Yes. And I look at him and I think that is not like I was expecting it to be, but his was better. His was different. Ooh, it it had meaning to it. The other one had no meaning to it. It was yeah. like, I will walk, but like it was more of a cheer than a, I love you, man. I would do anything for you. And I'm I'm in. I'm in. And you can mock me for it, but I'm in fucking lockdown. No Her husband's mock, I watching. I have no problem mocking you for a wide variety of items. And you've only steered me wrong probably, I would say, 18% of the time. So I'm willing to go with you on this. <laughs> and I've, I'll suspend my disbelief and I will watch it. Just I, it's it's delightful. There's there's such as oh, and Peter Gallagher is in it, Honey, and he you is, could be saying and Purple Unicorn is in it. I don't know no. who fucking people are. Peter Gallagher with the you, yeah, with the I, eyebrows. I, oh, now that you said it in a high pitched tone at the end, Peter Gallagher. <laughs> I still don't know who that is. Do you watch Grace and Frankie? No, no. Yes, of course, of course. Who doesn't watch Grace and Frankie? Get off this pod. 
so Grace's boyfriend. Grace is Lily. Grace is Grace. Sure. Oh, Peter Gallagher. Oh, he's the Peter Gallagher. Not not Rat Pack guy. Right. He's the millionaire. He's the billionaire. Yes. Yes. He always he always plays. He always plays the not Rat Pack guy. Like he's always trying to play. I know he's fucking delightful. And he plays good. He's pretty her. He plays her father who is in like this state where he can't communicate with them only his eyes move and they're coming up with ways for him to be able to communicate with them like a buzzer or here's a laptop but you can't really move your hands to to type things but when he sings and you know what he's she knows what he's thinking because he can sing to her and that's the sixth sense that she has and I'm super it's in. I'm super in now no I'm super I in. mean it's it's that's so good, it's char- great that's good use of character that's good connection it's so good it's so good because anytime she in. wants to know what someone's thinking she can find out through a very weird bust out of song but just so you know it's not like boy boy like where everybody's dancing because there are times when people and are dancing I wouldn't mind that if it was done well but it sounds like she looks better. around like what the fuck is going on here so to her it's weird too it's not like it's acceptable boy right. boy yeah I love so, a good writerly device. I mean, that's what hooked me in Fleabag, which Brian refuses to watch. I don't understand him really, even though despite our many decades of marriage, I, I adore Fleabag, adore it. There's not enough words to say how much I love it. And they have multiple inventive conceits baked in that that they have invented. Nobody else had these, right? So it's this, even when you see it unfold, you're like, <gasps> It doesn't even matter if it was part of the plot, which it always is. It's like, wow, that would be cool just to watch it. You know, it's I imagine when you watch John Wick or something else, super violent, and they they take something you've seen a thousand times, a fight scene, and magically reinvent it. So it sounds like that's what this Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist is like, where we all know what a musical is. We all know what a sitcom is. We all know what character-driven comedies are, and they've blended it in a fun kind of a mashup. I'm in. I'll watch Thank you, NBC, for your not sponsorship. <laughs> right. Bitches. I think there's six episodes in right now, and I think I watched all six in a row. And Love it. And then I was in, as opposed to your husband, who's down this dark, dark, dark spiral. Very dark. Dear listeners, tell us what you're watching in your shut-in stage. I'm about to start Ozark from the beginning. I watched. Oh, that's, think- a good, that's on our list, but it seemed like it was too mean, so I would never go and touch it. I'll, I'll, you'll have to tell me. Yeah, I'm going to start from the beginning again. I watched most of season one and I'm, uh, I don't know how I lost it, but now that it's on Netflix and it's popping out again, a whole new season, I'm going to, uh, I'm trying to keep it light. I went back last night. We were looking for recommendations for a friend and we came up with Flight of the Concords, of which I'm a huge devotee. So I went and rewatched a couple of favorite episodes and forced the children to watch them. I also followed your forced family fun moment of this week and I rewatched by myself in my Aww. own bedroom th- in my own bedroom thank you where I belong I watched the Thomas Crown Affair while my husband was outside shooting people on Breaking Bad because uh I always watch it and how on earth you thought this was okay to watch with children people it's like I don't know what I was thinking I forgot I remembered I loved this you? movie yes I, I remember why <laughs> <laughs> but I know that like they love a good heist movie. They love Oceans Everything. It's really in the same Ocean's vein as that. I just Ocean's forgot that Renee Russo used to be slamming and never wore clothes. Like, and, like I guess super I nude. That. Yeah, she's like the super nudist. And it's uh, I don't know. The whole thing is like, it's like it's even the music. It was great. Say, Paul, it was great. thank you, Paul. Everything's great. It was great. It's a good movie. That was a good one. So I just watched that one again. But I have queued up for the whole family to watch. And um, we have not done it 
I'm sure we will. We were supposed to do it Saturday night. We did not. Mythic Mythic Quest. Mythic Quest. What's that? Mythic Quest? Is that what it's called? What's that? It is a, um, it's a TV series. I feel like it's on Netflix. And it is this guy who is a full of himself idiot who is somehow um, the lead character in real life and at a software company making a video game, like a Knight's Quest kind of a thing. And it's super violent. And it's, it's akin to um, Silicon Valley, if you watch that show, if you've ever seen the Silicon Valley show, which it's centered around people who are software developers or um, Parks and Rec, how it's, or The Office. It's got this construct of we're in this business environment making this thing that you're vaguely enough aware of that you can track along. And it's super hilarious because these characters are crazy and great. So, and I'm told it is just a laugh riot. So I'm super down and we haven't watched it yet. But we'll we watch to. that. We watched yesterday with the kids. Another oh, we bought it. Fun. We bought it. We bought it. The day that you took us to see that, we came home and bought it. We pres- preserved it, whatever that's called. And then, and when it came available, we everybody bawled and booed. And how much do you love that movie? So much. So much. Yes, dear listener, if you have not seen the movie yesterday, so here's how it happened. Um, we got blinded by the light, which is the that sweet Indian kid who wants desperately to meet um, the is boss. It, is it Bruce Springsteen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So he's obsessed how his lyrics are are defining his life and how could he speak to ha- what I feel. And that's another question I have for you. Is there is there a group, a band, a singer, songwriter who has, through their music, spoken your truth um, and sung your truth? Uh, so we're watching this this Indian kid and he's – adorable and I hate the movie like I just I can't watch the movie and I, I was said, gonna say I've not even bothered to see it but okay I said Mallory I really feel like what he's trying to do is this and I turned it off and I went to HBO go and I played on demand yesterday which I've since taped and now watch over and over right. and we watched it and she loved it not only are the Beatles songs better <laughs> than Bruce Springsteen's songs and you can love Bruce Springsteen but well, there's more use- of them there's I mean I'm not uh, I agree with you in broad strokes that the Beatles are better than Bruce Springsteen just full stop having said that the boss has got some standouts but I don't know that he has a fucking movie I don't think catalog broad- right I don't think he has a Broadway plays worth right the Beatles come on you fucking know it and to have this charming story that could have been written with any musical act so the two together just sit the fuck down and watch it again and shut up. So good. And, Ethan and that's, saw that's it a with nice me. way of saying, I endorse this movie. <laughs> we, we both could not endorse it. I said to her, I don't want to pull the, the Hamilton thing <laughs> where we say it's the best thing I've ever seen. But that's tough, in the yeah. last 10 years, I have not seen a movie that I've enjoyed the way I enjoyed yesterday because it was fucking delightful. It's and, really good. It's and, really good, guys. And it has a, a twist. And it has a, like, it has everything. It has a love story. It has it has everything. And it has, are you sitting? Kate McKinnon. And if if nothing else, you should see she is everything she does. Because she's, she's a fucking gem. Maybe, How is this woman not running everything? She's great. Maybe Chrissy Teigen, John Legend. If I, I'm, I'd like to take one back. I'd like Kate McKinnon in my quarantine as well. She's Here's fantastic. A- She'll make she's us good, laugh. But I, she will, but I think she's kind of a butt. And I think she'll be the first person to tell you, I'm a real butt. No, she would say this. She would say this about herself. And that's why we love her. I think that she would be like on the sofa, in the Nike sweatpants, laughing and having us all laughing, but also like not cleaning the toilet and not making any of the meals. Like I have a feeling 
John would get irritated with her because as much I have John think? chained up I have John chained up in another room he wouldn't even know she was there mm-hmm. <laughs> he wouldn't okay. even know he okay. wouldn't even know she was there don't worry I'll, I'll have it separated so your fantasy quarantine is more emphasis on the fantasy is what you're saying <laughs> There's no, there's no human dynamic. When I was doing the fantasy quarantine, I was thinking like, and what sort of, you know, salon style dinner could we have where the conversation no. would be super interesting? You know, it's not my fantasy. Without, Howard Stern without fucking Howard Stern. Howard, I think you're great. I love you, Howard. Now leave me alone and stop it. Just stop making God. it about you. Yeah. <sighs> <sighs> Amy, yes. do, you pee in the sh- do you pee in the shower? Am I uh, sober or drunk? I don't know. What real, are you? <laughs> is this a real question? <laughs> yeah, a it's a real question. question. Not on purpose. I don't say like, mm, time to go to the bathroom. Let's strip and get in the shower. <laughs> no, I don't like to stand and urinate on my feet. No. <laughs> Has it happened? Yes. Am I that person? Uh, no. I don't have a fire hose attached to my pud where I can just aim this thing and squeeze it all over the walls. No. When it's coming out, it's on your ankles and your legs and your pass. Full spray. Full spray. Uh, if, you're, if you're trying to load up, I think it's great that we all stand there and use this multifunctional pump plumbing. I'm going to say you should not do that. <laughs> <laughs> so we had this conversation. It was just John and myself. And it started. What? First, wait, it started first with, do you wash your feet in the shower? Why? Yes. Where else are you supposed to wash them? I do it in the what? trough out back. I think, I don't know if it was Jess or John, I might have to go back to the archives. Hey, dear listener, did you know we have archives? I remember um, you guys talking about this, I think, but I would have been really one of the like many things that I have blocked out. You tell is, me now. Dear listener, is for you to think of your favorite episodes of ours. I mean, shit that made you not just pee the shower, but pee your pants. I want you to write us. Tell us what it is, because we would like you also to promote that to your friends and family. Oh, it's just not my family. My friends and your family. <laughs> because we really think if you like us, people you like will like us too. And that is, there's no better way to spread us around other than my fantasy quarantine. Well, um, and just to stay on that for just a brief moment, we're all cognizant that these are extraordinary times, that everything has gone right out the window. We're also all cognizant that... A return to a non-crisis time is coming. So with that in mind, what, how we're trying to our best to take advantage of this time is to create additional content and share it as frequently as we can. And also to increase the number of folks who are enjoying this content. It's the reason we're putting it out there. We want people to laugh and to have fun and to feel connected with other people. That's why we existed before. That's why we'll exist again. So if you can help us by not putting a heart on your front door, but instead instead putting the equivalent heart on your social media feed by posting an episode to share, preferably one that you loved a whole lot and took some joy in. You're doing a good thing by giving somebody else a laugh. And that's the only reason that we're out here doing this. So yeah, do that. You benefit, they benefit. And in the end, that helps keep us bringing you the content that you so enjoy. So thank you for that. Right. Because we get paid so much per, (laughs) no, we don't get paid anything. Yeah. This is truly an endeavor of heart on the front door love. 
There are yeah. expenses to this show. We do not get revenue from this show. We're doing this because we enjoy it and because we get great feedback from other folks that tell us, thank you, please keep doing this. I really like it. And that's not a self-serving, you know, current administration, you know, look how great we're doing kind of a thing. It's a, it's a justification of why we keep doing it because we know at least one of you is getting a benefit from this. So if you're a second person benefiting, let us know. You just put this in perspective for me. I was going to tell you that either John or Jess said, I don't wash my feet. All that soap gets down there and then admitted to peeing in the shower. So the whole pee in the shower and not wash my feet just it clicked in my head this week. That Who is that person? It's one of, the, it's one of those back. two. It's one yeah. of those or possibly both. That's not possible because here's what I know about Jess. I absolutely know that her bathroom is probably the cleanest place on earth because... Her husband, I guarantee you, is in there with a hazmat suit on the reg. Purple this gloves. Ma- this man, he keeps he keeps his shit tight. It is clean, clean, clean. It is it is crisis clean all around him. <laughs> and I I love that. I feel like I live in a van compared to how they're operating things. So if she's in there whizzing herself in the in the shower, he's cleaning it. She's not married anymore, so I know it's not happening. So you think it's John? Well, dear editor, <laughs> let us know your thoughts. If you're a dude, I want to know. I want to know a woman. I want to know a woman. That's a woman pig. I want to know a woman who thinks it's okay while sober and conscious to piss on her own legs and feet <laughs> under the illusion <laughs> that I'm all in. I'm in a clean place. The shower's a clean place. Let me just urinate all over myself. What's next? Dropping turds in the shower? No, no, no. Why is it any different? It's still, it's still waste no. product Tur- exiting turds the body. Do not, turds gal, do not pal, go down that gal, train. pal, gal, pal. <laughs> Touche. This does not belong on that kind of tile. I'm just telling you. So you saying that our podcasting is like the red heart on a door put things in perspective <laughs> for me that, all right, we're, we're farting into the wind. It's all right. It's fine. You can put those red hearts on your door. You can have a heart on. It's fine. Get I'll your let it heart go. on. Yeah, we're definitely. I'll be less annoyed on. by that we're now. We're doing the heart on podcast. <laughs> I hope you're happy. Well, you broke between me. the Banshee recommendations and now Thomas Crown Affair, good night. It's porn. Um, there was one other topic I desperately wanted to hit up on this Des- podcast. Desperately. And it is about your favorite TV show theme song. <gasps> oh my God. I have been waiting my whole life for you to cover this topic. Well, I want to let you know that I went to ask my children and they are in a generation that doesn't listen to the opening theme song. They buffer straight right over to where the show starts. They either fast forward or put their finger on the Netflix streamy thing and slide right over. So they don't even really know a lot of theme songs, except when they were little and it's from Disney, like uh, those fucking twins on a boat or that fucking girl with a wig who plays a singer and her dad's a dope. Like all those have theme songs too. One was, um, <laughs> you I know, all those Disney Miley shows. Cyrus. I was thinking it was Victoria's. I don't know people on a boat. Yeah, those goddamn twins. Those those ridiculous. Corey and Clapback. And they live in a hotel. 
Yeah, they did. And then they took the hotel on a fucking boat. So those are the shows when they were little that they listened to the theme song because they didn't know how to use the remote. So. Oh, wait, oh, a boat. You mean they went on a cruise because their mother somehow was like a night singer because it couldn't be any less realistic that they Correct. live in a hotel. Right. So, oh, yeah. Floating good hotel old, after good that. Old, good old Corey and Clapback. I think they were great. <laughs> and one of them did like a Danimals commercial after the fact. Well, one of them has a real career now. Dyed his hair dark. Uh, what is yeah, he? Wall Street. I no, he's know. on one of the WB shows. Like a, oh yes, that's a real career. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, All right, WB. what are your favorite TV show theme songs? Oh my god, I gotta say, we talked about unlike the quarantine, where I would have come in here and been prepared, right? To be able to say, I've given this a lot of thought and I know who this wonderful intellectual, blissfully exotic, you know, perfectly blended dinner party would be. No, I was like riffing off the top of my head. Still think it'd be a pretty good mix, the one I came up with. TV show theme song, I actually looked because I, when you said, what's your favorite TV show theme song? It snapped into my head and it has not left for the past three weeks that we have ignored this content. And I have since looked up multiple best top 50 lists and my theme song is not on <gasps> what is it of them so i'm gonna save it you because i'm singing it now tell me what yours are because some of the ones on these lists are really fucking stupid i have an all-time favorite what go now go go um, now. i have so i have lists of ones that are instantly recognizable from a hook the lyrics that either stand the test of time or tell the story of the right, show right, right. Or, we and i love those lists and i agree with many of those qualifications but there's one in my head that will never leave what's yours go Bum, bum, bum. This is the theme to Gary's show. The opening ah! theme to Gary's show. Gary called me up. Yes. Yeah. So the Gary Shandling show is my favorite, favorite, favorite theme song. It was actually my ringtone for a very wow, long time. I love, I love it. That. I love that so That's my sweet. favorite. And everybody loves Gary Shandling. Well, how yep. could you not? Oh, and he's on a couple of lists, actually. He's been on a couple of lists. Really? Yeah. yeah, absolutely on a couple of lists because they were, the list, you know, would span the breadth of, is it iconic? Is it relevant to the show? Is it memorable? Is it like right. a top 40 hit? Was it unique in the space? Like some, a lot of lists are putting the uh, in, indomitable, it's the wrong name, Kimmy Schmidt, unsinkable Kimmy Schmidt because no. that theme song, because that theme song is That was my setup. ringtone too for a while. <laughs> is a setup to the show and it actually describes the show and it was custom... Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, same sort of modality where it's this idea that I'm going to tell you everything you need to know right in the song. This is a story all about how and I know the rest, but I'm not going to do it. So anyway, Har- how about on. the Harper Valley PTA? Remember I don't that know. one? I don't. I couldn't even do it. I don't know. Oh, it was so good. Gilligan's Island even, told Gilligan's you Island, the whole story. I, I could probably. Yeah, I could probably pull that off. But tell here's me. a story. Of a lovely lady. Totally forgot yep, about that. Yep, so them. that tells Who you the whole story. Up three very lovely girls. I forgot about the Bradys. And they're the facts jerks. of life. Mary Tyler Moore. You take the good, you take the bad. I hated both of them. I hated Facts of Life, but Mary Tyler Moore. I, I, I like Joe. I like Joe. Yeah. In the Facts of Life. Good. She was good. Good old tomboy Joe. Cheers. Cheers says yep. sometimes that's, you want to go. That's a lot of people's number one, which I think is a is travesty. It? I think it's a travesty, but it's a lot What of is your favorite? One. Dun, 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 dun. The eighteen. Yes, man, let's go. I'm ready. I love, I loved that show. I need a mission. Let's hit it. <laughs> 
<laughs> I love it when a plan comes together. That was a good show. And B.A. Baracus would wake up somewhere because he would never fly. How did we wind up in Costa Rica fighting crime? Perfect. And he never got injured on any of those transport accidents because he was asleep and his whole body was relaxed. That's a lot of knowledge for the A-team. But a couple of those instrumentals were super good. Think about Mission Impossible. Now, I don't remember the rest of it, but I can see the things. Yep. Uh, Sopranos, Hill Street Blues, St. Elsewhere, Dallas, and Dynasty were all a generation of easily identifiable, solely musical. good times. (laughs) Yeah, that was at the top as well. All in the Family, which I don't even... Oh, yeah. All the way to Miller Plain. Yeah, I forgot that one. Swongs and made the hit parade. (laughs) Fuck you, John. Good luck with that. <laughs> what makes it the best? I don't know. I don't remember. MASH. What about MASH? Yeah, that's on a lot of top 10 lists. Highly recognized. Well. Happy Days. Yep. Okay, what about recent? What about the bare naked ladies who sing Big Bang? You know, I never really watched that show. I think I've seen like three episodes, but I wasn't. It's like, this is. Don't they do Third Rock from the Sun too, or am I mixing the two? The whole universe was in a hot, dense state. You know, you don't know that one. I'm sure I do, and I'm also mixing them because I'm thinking of they might be giants who did a couple of kids shows or did something. They might else. be giants, Ooh. and I saw both of them on tour at the same time, so I blend them together in my head. Anyway, sorry. I like they might be giants. Um, I'm should. a flood. Great. I'm a flood fan, and and I've met they might be giants when they came into my retail store on Main Street after singing at the Stone Balloon, and they needed a Delaware sweatshirt that I was happy Uh, to give them. You should. I remember Will. Um, Friends had the Rembrandts do their do their theme song. What about the Muppet Show? Ding 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 ding. How does the Muppets go again? Bump 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 bump. It's time to. Oh, it's time to yeah. I forgot. I forgot the Muppets. That's like Looney Tunes, though. The end of the Looney Tunes. Do you put Sesame Street in that category too? Because it's another. I couldn't remember the Sesame Street jingle if I tried. It's in my head, but I can't sing, and I'm going to. I'm doing you this favor. What about Golden Girls? What about the Golden Girls? I know. I, I, John doesn't like it when I whisper. I never really connected with the Golden Girls. I, I endorse them highly because so many... I've never once seen the Gilmore Girls, which I think is like the young version of the Golden Girls. No, it's, it's not. They're all the same. It's like these... No, it's pounds. not. I don't know any of these fucking things. I never... I, I The one show that I watched with any regularity and only because it was fucking on, not because I was seeking it out, and also because people told me I look like Delta Burke, which I don't think I do. Designing uh, the, women? Designing women. I would watch that for a while because I like that little Ghostbusters uh, receptionist who was Annie so Potts. Yeah. She's so pissed off all the time. I like her. Um, I would watch that. And those are the only gal one that I would watch. The, uh, the Golden Girls? Nah. Um, what was the other one that you just said? Gilmore Girls? Nah. You said that. Um, that's Carol King who does their who does their opening song, who is fantastic. Well, that's why it's on the fucking list. Because I was like, why is the Gilmore Girls on this list? But it's like one more fucking reference I don't get from that show. No, okay. it's Carol King and she's the bomb. Carol King. Um, what, oh, drink into Carol King. Um, what about the greatest American hero? Do you remember that? Oh my that gosh. Show? How could I forget with that weird curly blonde fro? Bring Cat. it. Cat. 
what was his name? Cat something? Oh, Cat. I don't care. He's just flying. So unattractive. Yep. In his unitard. Yep. But believe it or not, he's walking on air. Believe so. it or not, I'm walking on air. I remember that. <laughs> yeah. Give me another one. Give me another one. We can't. Gimme. You say so. gimme. Um, but what makes it the best? Those lyrics? Uh, no. The the hook of the music? Because you can't. The Harper it Valley just, PTA was good for a week. I, I don't even know what that show is. What's the theme song? Give it later. You know the me. you know Jeannie from I Dream of Jeannie. What's her name? Yes, yes. Her name is her name is Jeannie. She's got blonde hair. I know who she is. I know who <laughs> she, she is. She has a daughter, and she go diggle, moves diggle, to Harper diggle. Valley, and <laughs> she fights with the PTA. Stop it! Stop it! Stop it! So. Amy's the one who's been drinking today. Look, I have no not. white shadow or or welcome back, Mister Cotter. Yeah, I mean, there's a couple of good ones in there. Yeah, right? welcome back, right? Cotter was a good one. Welcome back. That's a good time. Right, you your dreams were your ticket out. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, in terms of contemporary ones, it's yeah, curb your enthusiasm. What about weeds? Remember that TV I do, show? But I don't weeds? remember the theme song in any way. Little boxes on the hillside. You don't remember that one? I do. And I actually remember. No, Tiki Tacky. Because I remember actually being so impressed that they picked that song. Because it was like picking a Regina Spector song. I knew the artist at the time. Oh my God, I totally forgot. Better be good now. My favorite of all time. For no other reason than massive props are due. TV theme song. TV theme TV show theme song. I was blending them all together at once. Portlandia. You know that's the best theme song ever. I've never heard it. You have, because when you hear it for the first time, you're like, wasn't that a song from the 90s? Don't I remember like being in clubs and listening to that? And you will. We're going to pull it up and we're going to post it. The theme song from Portlandia is amazing. And it took me like an entire full ep- full season one to remember because I had actually bought that song and I was like how is that a riff because you know that Fred Armisen who is the co-creator mm-hmm. and writer on that thing from Saturday Night Live fame he's a massive musician and friends of many musicians and so this was like a nod to check out how cool I am because it was like a deep cut you when you hear it you're gonna be like well shit that sounds familiar because I'm super hip I'm a hip cat and cool all right, well, now I have to go look it up. It's Dear listeners, do you have a favorite TV show theme song that you would love to share with us? Because we would love to know what where you think we're totally off base, what we totally forgot, and, and what you like. We'd like to know what you like besides us. <laughs> well, and the other favorite thing, just the other, just to say it, the other favorite thing about a TV show theme song to give full mad props to the production it's a throwaway. It's not important. Nobody is going to select a show based on the fluff. It is the ribbon on the gift wrap, right? It can only enhance. It doesn't matter if it sucks. It doesn't matter, period. It can be omitted. You can have a show without a theme song. So to put the level of energy and thought into something that is, that is iconic, that is, takes it transformative, takes it to the next level, on the, it's like somebody who does French fries, you know, where they, where they are, it takes three days to make French fries because of the way they prep the potatoes. That's, that's the level of detail. And that's why these lists exist because you want to give it out to the people who care enough about every single facet of the experience of their show to put the time and energy into a theme song. And I'm not being a crackpot. That's a really important thing. I'm a music person. I love it. And I'm just so excited that people did it. And then we take joy in something that they would throw away. 
This is the theme to Gary's show. <laughs> the opening theme to Gary's show. Gary called me up and asked if I would write his theme da, song. Da, da, I'm always da, halfway da, finished. How do you da, like da, it so da, far? This is the theme to Gary Shemming show. We're almost to the part. <laughs> Of when I start to whistle. <laughs> this is the theme to Gary Shandling's show. This has been a complete masturbatory episode. <laughs> we don't even need you for this one, dear friends. It's lovely. Hey, man, right. that's what you it's do when time. you're stuck in your houses. It's time to say thank you for listening. It's time to tell you to find us on all the socials at Listen Brilliant. It's time to ask you once again to post us. Link, post. Download, subscribe, rate, um, and and also to write us and tell us your favorite TV show theme songs. We are dying of curiosity. Is it Sanford and Son, which you can see coming from a mile away? Is it Batman? Because isn't that just the most iconic? Everybody knows that. Little kids in capes everywhere are, are singing that one. What is your favorite? Let us know List at brilliantobservations at gmail.com. We will get your email. We will reply immediately. And still no swag. So fuck you. <laughs> Thank you for saving me from going to the post office in this desperate time of stay in your home by not writing us because that, that's just a fucking treat. We love you anyway. We even love though we're not you. It's just one more group it. of people, one more group of people who love you, of which you have many, many in your life. Be grateful. Breathe in and out. Protect yourself. Do something nice for somebody else. And that includes you. Do something nice for you. Relax. This too shall pass. And we'll be here. Oh my God. Us. This too shall pass. Amy wants you to check on two people a day, by the way. I do. I do. But she we'll wants talk you about to- that more next episode, I think. But if you have any mental bandwidth, it's as quick as a text. It's as quick as a text to somebody else say, how you doing? Or I'm still here. Or here's an emoji you of a unicorn. Yeah, you don't or have you to. Up. You don't. It's not war and peace. Or you up because we, <laughs> we got we can do some virtual hanky panking because you're not you coming up. over and touch my business. But I think you're allowed to touch yourself. Just wash Precious, your hands this first. This went gross in a split <laughs> second. Okay. Keep Just wash clean. your Keep hands. Clean. Well, we already sent the kids out of the room, so I guess <laughs> finish strong. That's what I like. <laughs> Love you guys. Bye. <laughs>